Hey Shepard, Pastor John here. I am in Michigan about to celebrate Bria Clark and her wedding to Tyler Carter. And so this week, because of the Labor Day weekend, a lot of people are traveling, myself included. We're not going to do our normal digital worship message. But instead, I encourage you to stay tuned as we uh, have an interview with myself and Marianne Kruger about family promise and the important work we're doing with Shepard and that organization in the weeks ahead. Thanks and have a great weekend. Hi everyone, Pastor John Corollis here at Shepherd of the Desert, and I'm joined today by Marianne Kruger, who is representing the team of ladies that help us facilitate Family Promise, which is uh, an opportunity we have as a church family to serve other families who are in need three times a year. They stay with us on our campus for a week, and during the day they go and participate in their other activities. Maybe that's school for kids, or work for parents, or other uh, job training, personal development, and then at night they come back here, they have a meal, they sleep on our campus, and then they head out the next day. So, Marianne, this is obviously a wonderful opportunity we have as a church. And since we've been doing this for a couple of years, I'd love to know what you personally find um, most rewarding or maybe something that you've learned since you've been involved. I think I can speak for myself and the other two ladies, Pam Muir and June Olson. Um, we've learned a lot more about compassion for other people, especially those that are homeless. And we're not talking about the homeless that are chronically homeless. We're talking about someone who, a family that's come along hard times and they just need what Family Promise calls a hands up, not a handout. So we've learned a lot of more, more about compassion for other people. We've learned that the family unit isn't necessarily what we think of as a family unit, a mom and dad and kids. It can be a mom and a grandma and kids. It can be a mom and kids. It can be a dad and kids. We've had all different combinations. So um, it's just been a real great opportunity to be able to see outside of our little mm, world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's one thing I really love about it is it's an opportunity to come into very close contact with people who are living very different lives than us, but really to participate in what Jesus invites us to do in loving and serving our neighbors. And not just in providing some need for them, but just relating to them, getting mm -hmm. to know them, and then helping to encourage them after a That's long day it. saying, hey, how are you? How mm -hmm. was it today? How are things going? And just giving them that kind of personal re, uh, you know, interaction yes. that each of us needs as we make our way through life as well. So to be able to do that for somebody else. As you have seen Shepherd as a church family participate in this over the last few years, what have you seen or what have you maybe learned about our church or what have you seen the church gain from this kind of experience? Again, compassion. And also that they're recognizing that these are human beings that just need some encouragement, um, some companionship, the kids need a break from the family. The moms need a break from the kids and from their daily grind because they're up early every day. And in 45 days, when they sign to this program, they have to be committed to finding shelter for themselves, finding work for themselves, finding school or daycare for their kids, and finding a place to live. So they have 45 days to do that. So I think what the volunteers that we've seen, they keep coming back. Mm -hmm. um, they move on like one mother, one family will say, well, you know, I'll make a meal, you know, or I'll bring a dish. And when they see how things are functioning, they want to be more a part of it. So next time they'll come and play with the kids. They'll come and encourage and talk to the moms. They'll volunteer for overnight hosts. So 
I've seen the congregation grow. I've also seen the two campuses come together, yeah. which is cool, and getting to know each other that people here on this campus may not know a lot of the people on the Mountain View campus. So getting to see each other and interact with each other has been good too. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the greatest barriers to taking that next step of involvement is ignorance. There's just totally. not a great amount of knowledge and familiarity with a program like this, mm -hmm. or even just the idea of helping those in need um, beyond dropping off donations at a, at a store like Goodwill or something exactly. like that. And this is an opportunity for us to see people as they are, to see them as equals, as people who are just like us in different circumstances. Yes. And so I, I find Family Promise to be one of the most vital and one of the most exciting opportunities we have as a church family to really do what Jesus calls us to do, to love our neighbors, to understand the gifts that he's given us in relation, in provision of meals, in playing with kids, in just spending time and getting to be people with people. Yes. And it's it's not intimidating. It doesn't have to be scary. There's small steps you can take. And so I just, as, um, as somebody who's grown to be very familiar with this organization, I strongly encourage you to consider how you might be able to help. Maybe it's looking up the organization and learning a little more about it. Maybe it's calling up uh, Marianne or June or uh, Pam and asking how you can help partner with them in making this happen three times a year. Maybe it's spending the night. So um, let me just ask you, Marianne, what's some of the needs that are out there that somebody who's learning more about Family Promise can do just in a couple of weeks when we host a family here in September? We always need more volunteers. The Thursday morning Bible study has taken on a lot of the food preparation but as we've grown and as we've done this more and more, now the men's Bible study takes an evening and does the food preparation and hangs around and talks with the families. So we always need volunteers. It would be great if it wasn't the same people every time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So in my mind, I also would love to see more young families, younger people get involved because let's face it, our Thursday morning Bible study is getting older and we're starting to age out, as is the men's Bible study, as is a lot of the congregation, but it would be great to see younger people get involved because in a way they can relate more to the families because they've got families with young kids. So we always need overnight hosts that want to just come. It's the easiest job. You just show up, you spend the night in Pastor Scott's office, you make sure the families are up in the morning to get on the bus and then you get to go home. So that's, it's so easy, but it's a daunting obligation. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like a lot more than I think it really is. As somebody who's hosted myself, and maybe you've hosted as well, you know that um, really it's the least involved because so often the families are, are plugged into the program that you're up at 5.30 and they're already on the van. Maybe you haven't even had a chance to say goodbye. Yes. But um, it's it's really just a special program. I want to thank you on behalf of the staff and the pastors, Marianne, for your uh, help and your willingness to, to take this on as a leader along with Pam and June. And if you are considering or would like to know more, reach out to the church office, reach out to one of these ladies. They'd be happy to tell you a little bit more about it. You'll see um, information stands outside of each service over the course of the next few weeks and every season leading up to another week of Family Promise. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. We look forward to partnering with you in caring for our neighbors right here in the Phoenix Valley. Have a great day.